Hello, all of you limbless robot bodies, and welcome back to Erico Blueberry. It's an unassuming destiny podcast. My name is Chili Bin. No one caught me off guard. <laughs> My name is Nurki. <laughs> I am the robotic husk in which we jammed Rasputin. <laughs> That's the imagery I was trying to conjure. That dude's got no arms and legs. Put the AI in me, daddy. He's got no arms and legs, but somehow has a cloak and looks sick as hell. I don't understand how he pulls that off. Fashionable cork. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've got a bottle big enough to put him in. (laughs) Oh, I thought a really cursed term then. Mm. (laughs) Raspusy. Ah, I thought it was going to be something related to butt plugs. Anyway, we should... um, (laughs) Get this back on track. Um, We have now reached the end of the seasonal storyline. But before we get to that, um, it's time for another check-in with essentially Chili Bin Destiny QVC. Uh, I had a very exciting delivery. uh, Let's say it was yesterday. Yes, because it was yesterday. Um, A rather large box arrived. Um... And I'm just going to reach... Your mum. <laughs> I got him. Um, I'm now going to reach out of frame and show you what was inside that box. It's going to be real hard Me. to like get this in the shot. Um, it's... Homie, that thing's as tall as I am by the looks of it. Yeah, it's like four and a half feet. Um, yeah, checks out. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it against the floor. And it's... Yeah. Uh, it's the Nerf Gallahorn. Um, it's... It's dumb as hell, and I love it. <laughs> it's arguably this. Oh, the Galahusi. Um <laughs> That's where it goes. Um, it's the dumbest and best merge ever. <laughs> you load it. You put one of these guys in it, which has three giant nerf darts in it, which is what it shoots. It's... Real great. Ah, oh, it's so dumb in the best ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like the, these Nerf darts only exist in this Nerf product. These are like oversized Nerf darts. Three of them fit in this cartridge that you load into the gun. You pull that top piece back to like lock it. And then when you pull the trigger, it basically slams this forward and the three of them come out the end of it. It's fucking sick. <laughs> Did you imagine how fun workshopping that new system would have been? Yeah. Well, because it has like th- has three of these with the oversized ones and then like a gray cartridge with regular size Nerf darts in it, I guess, just to be like, look, regular Nerf darts work too. Um, but yeah, it's so goofy. Um, I, I just like, I was in the middle of my work day and I got the delivery notification. I was like, I'm going to just take a break. I'm going to go unbox this thing real quick. Um and then my boss at work also plays Destiny and I was in the middle of a meeting with her and I was like, hey, can I show you something real quick? And then just reached over and pulled it into the shot. And <laughs> then she took a photo of that because her uh, partner also is a big Destiny nerd and she's like, I'm going to send that to him like right now. <laughs> Amazing. It's, yeah, I can't like I can't accurately demonstrate how dumb and fun it is to shoot in this format, um, but I I did shoot my partner when she came in the door last night when I was sitting around having a couple of beers with a friend. I just was holding it and she opened the door and then immediately shut the door and walked away. It's <laughs> like what the fuck? She'd forgotten about it and then it arrived and I didn't tell her. Amazing. It was a good time. <laughs> She's blind now. <laughs> yeah, no, her, her glasses are broken and one got through. Um, anyway, this, uh, yeah, they're great. Um, I didn't have anything else to turn up, no. Uh, so, now that that's out of the way, because um, I couldn't contain myself any longer. The Chili Bin Bungee Store, what is it, shopping network. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm basically just a whale for their merch. But there is, to be fair, a lot of it I just haven't ever bought and probably never will. It's not for me. 
Um, yeah, I'm not interested in like the plushies and yeah. stuff like uh that's a lie. I have three Elixney plushies sitting behind me. Yeah, but, but if, <laughs> oh, if they put out a hardcover book, I'm your man, actually. Yeah, but like the chibi plushies and stuff have never really appealed to me. I can I can see how they appeal like, to some people. This nice book, which is the volume one of the exotic collection, which is basically just you know, like really nice art of the exotic weapons and their lore tabs. And I think it's basically everything up to... Because that's Tiku's on the back, right? Yeah, the, the last uh, exotics in here are from Season of the Lost. So that was up to Witch Queen. But it's everything yeah. from... What's the first one? Let's see. What do you think the first exotic in this book is? Oh. If it helps, if it helps it's, it's, D, it- it's only D2. Only D2. What's one of the oldest ones? Like Jade Rab? No. Mm-hmm. You want to lock that in? I'm trying to. I'm, I'm thinking to of really old guns, is. but I'm just like the only old guns I can think of are like Monte Carlo, uh-huh. Crimson. Okay, uh, uh, weapon number one is Borealis. Oh shit! Yeah, it goes I back to that thing it, goes back, it goes back to Red War. Like that's where it starts. It goes season one to fifteen. Fucking existed. Yeah, uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to see where. Would you say Monte Carlo and uh, uh, Jade Rabbit? It's a sniper rifle. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Borealis. Yeah, was. I mean, I'm just trying to think early. Like think, but then again, it's like my memory's skewed. Yeah, I'm. I mean, this isn't great content. I'm flipping through a book. Um, Crimson is Crimson was Curse of Osiris, so season two, um, as was well Telesto. New Crimson was early. Jade Rabbit was season two as well. Um, yeah. So you you went far off. Well, I think that's about when I jumped back in because I sure. played the beta and then I just I I don't I don't think I had a PC powerful enough at the time, mm. and then I got a GPU upgrade so then I could play it, and then I just fell off. I fell off with that big group. You of fell people off who plus fell L off. plus ratio. Not even good. <laughs> uh, um, yes, but I love uh, I love the hardcover books. Were we awkward books. and cringe? Yeah, I've, I've got the the like grimoire collection books. I, I think I got a notification that the fifth one is on its way to me now. Um, I'm a goblin for art books. I'm a goblin, and I, and I feel like you would you would understand this logic. I'm a goblin for art books mainly because if I really like a game or a movie or a show. I will buy the art book because in my head I'm like, I'm going to get a tattoo of this thing. I get it. And like sometimes scrolling through the art books results in you finding assets spread through the art book that your tattooers can put together into a tattoo. Yes. So. Uh, but anyway, where were we? Shopping channel, seasonal story. Um, hmm. What happened? <laughs> um, so we, we kind of got the last piece of Rasputin. Right or yeah, and he has feelings now. Rasputin has some feelings. Yeah, he's all like very uh, conflicted and hurt, and wants to protect Anna. And yeah, I so it's a lot of like Anna gave me this perspective on humans. I value it. I value her. Um, which and there was two or three times they repeated a sentiment of whichever this way goes, I will stand with you. And the number of times they hit that note. I now think they're going to kill Rasputin. No. Because that's a lot of a lot of chips stacked on that side that didn't need to be there. Or Anna. I think it would yeah. be huge if Anna died. Yep. Um But yeah. And it's we're we're still at that point where like Ras Rasputin's trying to figure out how to come to a stalemate and like have that work. Uh and I don't think he has an answer for us yet. Um, so maybe... He's also wrestling with guilt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a huge through yeah. line of, like, his voice lines as we ran the stuff this week was him wrestling with the... I almost uh, killed the Traveler. Yeah. So have fun. Yes. Um, I feel really bad about it. Please don't hate me. Yeah. Like, I, I am capable of that. I no longer want to do that. Um, yeah. It's like the, the conflict between, like... Here's a machine we built and programmed to do one thing, and then we also taught it how to think because we're stupid. It works ballet now. Yeah. 
please don't blow up the pretty lady. Um, so yeah, it's gonna, I mean, we've still got what, like six, six weeks, five, yeah. five six weeks. Cause like the season passes like 40 something days until the end of season. Um, and when I logged in on Wednesday, I got one of those like in-game pop-ups that was mentioning an end of season event, which is going to launch in, it basically said the last couple, like the last two weeks of the season. Um, and it said something along the lines of like players will be loaded into it automatically, um, which makes me think it's like the beginning of season where they're loading you into the seasonal activity, doing the story kickoff, um, where you're just kind of like funneled into it and then you go do it and then you're done. I think they did that with season of the lost as well. Um, and yeah, I like that approach. You know, we've, we've done the, we did the thing, uh, end of season of arrivals before beyond light, where we joined in on the last day end of season event and basically sat around four hours and slowly got more and more unhinged as time went on. Yeah, I think I think like at least one or two of us was streaming that. We were just like throwing emotes in the tower and well, the last city at that point. Um and just kind of waiting for anything to happen. And then it all yeah. happened very quickly. Um so if this ends up being correction it didn't happen quickly. Y'all just spent two hours gaslighting me into thinking the traveler wasn't changing. Yeah, but then, but then, like, it did accelerate once uh, we stopped doing that. Um, but yeah, if, if the this- pieces are coming together, no, Mackie, you're just standing in a different spot. <laughs> Never forget the great gaslighting of yes. 2020. The great gaspy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but if if this is one of those things where like. You load in, you force load into a mission, you run the mission, and that's the end of season kind of thing. Maybe there's a cutscene involved or some big reveal, like Savathun's crystal is breaking. I was going to say, when we went through the the Lost City to where Savathun's big crystal, big cocoon Mm. was hiding, and then it's like, oh, yeah, where'd she go? Yes. yeah, I like that approach because it removes that pressure of like, fuck, I've got to be there on this day, which for us is like a Tuesday and I mean, resets usually fucking two in the morning. So it's not friendly, but even in the, the end of season of arrivals thing, we were, it was like mid afternoon for us. So it happened super early and there was still plenty of time to play. But no, there wasn't because they did like a massive maintenance window before Beyond Light. Mm. Um, so it was just a very early shutdown. Um, but we'll see. That's still like what four weeks away, whatever it is. So, um, what do we have in the meantime then? I don't think we've got any community events coming up. No, because like we had dawning that was the, during this season. Um, dawning. Then there's Guardian Games would be the next one, right? Yeah, but that that's next season. Yeah, they don't do anything for Easter. So no, there's there's like some cosmetics and stuff for uh, Lunar New Year, but that that there's no event relating to that. Maybe they'll maybe they'll just spring us uh, spring on us another one of like the Elixir Quarter getting fixed up to keep us maybe, busy. Maybe yeah, maybe something like this, something little like that. Yeah. Or uh, as we always say, it's a perfect chance to go do fucking anything else. There's a new Fire Emblem watch. game that came out today. I'm going to be playing that tonight. Good example. Yeah, I don't. This is usually the time of year when we go restart the Minecraft server and just dick yeah, around for like true. three weeks. <laughs> true. You know those sorts of things. So, go play Fortnite. <laughs> I mean, I'll play Fortnite. You want to play Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll drop in Twisty Tower. Yeah. Well, that's not there anymore. Anyway. We could be pro pro Fortnite gamers. I am a pro Fortnite gamer. Have you seen the number I'm of victories I've got? Damn. I'm just. I got I'm my Goku. Gonna... Finally, it came up on the item store, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna spend real money on this." This was the whole fucking reason I got here. I'm just gonna go into like open proximal chat and just do my dedicated wham voice the entire time. Yeah, and just ask them like, "Where did Twisted Towers go?" Hey guys, my mom took my PC away because I wasn't doing my homework. Do you guys know where Twisted Towers go? 
hate it. Um, see how it's going. Do you guys listen to Post Malone's new album? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, so that's a seasonal story basically wrapped up. Um, there is one last piece, one last mission run to get the last bit of the Revision Zero Catalyst. Um, it gives it fourth times the charm, which I think is a great choice. And the thing I want to go and test out is if that also works when you proc it into sniper mode because two precision mm. hits put a bullet back in it. You know, it's basically the thing Whisper of the Worm has. I was going to say, that would turn it into Whisper. Yeah. Like, if you if you build those those four shots up, it basically is a sniper rifle. Um, I am hoping that they've let fourth times the charm apply to that. Um, that would be pretty nasty. Um, but I, I am a big fan of that gun and how they've kind of rolled it out as a mixture of, like, the crafting system plus, like, this weird progressive catalyst system. Um, and plus the way the way that, like, each successive step of the catalyst unlock has given you a different ornament, which is basically just sticking more shit on the gun. Starts out as, like, this basic-looking pulse rifle. Then you stick a laser on it. Then you put a bigger scope, and then you add all these other bits on the side. And it just ends up looking real dumb and big, and I love it. I wonder if this is going to be the formula for a lot of exotics moving forward. Or even they might redo some exotics too. No, we I, might in the new... I, I don't think they would redo exotics because they put so much work into balancing them as it is. Mm. I think, if anything, you know, we had Osteostriga. Um, we had the, the like, craft, craftable exotic glaives. I think, if anything, it's like we'll get one or two every expansion. Maybe every couple of seasons we might see one. Um, but I think there's too much value and potential in the single exotic weapon design challenge of like, this gun does this thing and does it really well. You put too much yeah. variability in there, it just becomes like, you might as well just make that a set of legendary weapons or a different craftable legendary weapon. Unless it's doing something real weird like Osteo when you put the catalyst in that and it basically never runs out of bullets, right? Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I think it gets too messy if you do that for everything. True. But I'm not a game designer. I just play a lot of Destiny. And that seems to be how they like to do things. Because we still have a lot of, you know, static exotic weapon roles. True, yeah. Um, and it also makes it an easier thing of, like, say you're in PvP and you're, oh, this person's running Sunshot. I know exactly what that does. And I can guess what their build is designed to do as a result. Whereas if every exotic or even half of the exotics can be crafted, then you would have to go inspect their build to like go and work out what they are doing, if that is something that matters to you. But mm. yeah, being able to look at someone's character at a glance and go like, oh, it looks like they're doing this, and then play against them based on that, um, that I think is really powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's the weekly stuff as far as the game goes. Yeah, it wasn't um, a huge update. Um, yeah, like you said, I think they were just adding some weight to characters and mm. adding some weight to the plot line so that, you know, maybe moving forward, beginning a lightfall, something. Or even the... The week, uh, the uh, end of season. Yeah. Something I, catastrophic I think, happens. Yeah. And like, I've been saying this all season. This is the lead up to why we go to fucking Neptune. And I still don't get it. I still don't know why we're going there. They've mentioned Nefele Stronghold and they keep dropping that name. And like, I, there, I don't think there's been many mentions of like Neptune specifically. Um, so I'm guessing that between now and the end of the season, we will get a couple more pieces to lead us in that direction. Maybe that's end of season event. Maybe that's something in the middle. Because um, you think like, excuse me, um, the last couple of the last couple of seasons, right before a new expansion, you know, we had Savathun crystal situation, and then the beginning of Witch Queen was oh, it broke. You know, the the one before that was Arrivals um, going into Beyond Light. Um, that was the Traveler kind of coming back together um, and then, like, blasting that energy wave out. And then that kind of shows you more of the darkness stuff. 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of expecting there to be some other shooter drop for us to go, oh, now Neptune makes sense. Yeah. But at the moment it's like, yeah, I, I know we're going there because I pre-ordered the expansion and I've watched the trailers. <laughs> Speaking you of which, told me. there was a new trailer. Yeah. More, more of like a Neptune showcase. Pretty neat. Yeah. Get to hear some voice lines from the Cloud Striders. Yeah. A little bit of callous voice action. I think Callus I th- has a cool hat th- that makes him look like <laughs> Doom. I think Cal- I think I remember Callus referring to us as delicious. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Um, Callus being horny and weird. Yeah, they have at- <laughs> expected product behavior. They also did stealth change two of the cl- the uh, strand class titles. So oh. Broodweaver is now the Warlock one. And oh. the Titan one is now Berserker. Uh, uh. Yeah, and I, I, I'm still, I think I saw someone tweet this and I can't remember who, but I'm kind of, I'm starting to lean in this direction. I would like Titan subclasses that are not based around punching things. Yeah, you guys have been. Like, don't get me, don't get me wrong. We do it well. And we've got some options there. You know, like I've got my arc build, which is all about like punch something get amplified, punches now stronger, shotgun make punch go bad. Um, you know, throwing hammers are great, but that's a bit more ranged. Uh, void throwing the shield, but then stasis comes around and it's just roaming flying punches. Um, it's not to say that this necessarily is that, but it sure looks like it because we've got big green things on our fists. And I don't know yeah. if those are for slashing or for punching yet. At the... The good old I mom I fruit up stance that we made fun of a couple <laughs> a couple of episodes yeah, but, ago. But also it looks like you know like my fruit up. You, you know the like honk shoe, honk shoe sleep cap, the nightcap? <laughs> it looks like two green nightcaps on your hands. I am up for some sleepy time bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's us playing Destiny. Mm. Um yeah, so yeah, I'm not sure what Broodweaver is gonna kinda lean towards. Because don't the hive don't the hive refer to yeah, Lucent Brood. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, also um, like their younglings as the brood. Yes. So I wonder if there's more kind there's of the like... the brood queen. I wonder if it's like more sending little <laughs> minions or little like flying particle yeah. kind of things that look like creatures. I don't know. Because, yeah, it's like... I mean, it is a darkness subclass, so like maybe it's pulling from something yeah. to do with the hive. Maybe it's like little airborne spiders instead of like whatever... Um, Necrotic grips and thorn. Do. Well, the the hive play a lot with like webs and cocoons mm-hmm. and stuff, so it could just be an ability that like. Well, they've got those traps too, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe an ability that holds like you get stuck, like yeah. it traps you. It's kind of like I'm ready. Freeze, to, I'm ready to more. learn more. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, we I, got I, I hope we get. I hope we get, um, you know, like we got with, we definitely got this with Beyond Light. And I think with some of the Light 3.0 stuff, they would do like little videos that show each one off a bit more in detail. We haven't really seen any of them in action up close other than the mobility stuff with all the grappling hook stuff, but that's across all three. Do you reckon we'll get a pre-release VDoc like they did for Beyond Light and Witch Queen? I hope so. Those are so good. They're, they're such a fun activity to like watch as a because they're usually like, like they're like about fifteen and, minutes long those. Yeah, and they come out at a time where we can all kind of sit down and watch it together as well yeah. too, which we we did for what was it? Beyond Light, I think we we had a view party. Yeah. We all hung out and watched it together. Yeah, because it comes out at what like at eleven o'clock at yeah, night. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere between eleven and one a.m. and we'll just like stay up for it, and we're all kind of delirious and just losing our minds, and I think. Which one was it? Which queen where they did the thirtieth anniversary stuff too? In that, in that event, yeah. no, that that was the showcase. Well, that wasn't like a a video that they put out as a VDOC. This was like the witch queen showcase, like more like half an hour long. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like, are they going to do like a VDOC or a showcase or something? I hope they do one of those because cool. I'm ready to cry in the club before another expansion comes out. <laughs> I know what yeah. I like. <laughs> I'm such a mark for their for their shit. I've grown up with this studio. 
Yeah, I think they they have the benefit of doing the nostalgia angle, and they do it well. Yeah. They don't do it in a like attacky like we're here for your feelings yes. kind of way. They they do it really well. Yes. Um, now, speaking of stuff that's coming with Lightfall, um, we got a big fucking surprise giant blog post uh, about all the changes they're making to the build crafting system, just how builds work in general. Um, I'm going to caveat this by saying it's a huge read. There's a lot of detail in here that I am definitely going to miss. Uh, I'm just pulling out bits and pieces that I thought was pretty cool. Um, but go and look that up. Uh, it's like bungie.net slash buildcrafting, I think, will get you there. Or it's just under the news section of their website. Um, have a read of it for yourself. I just fucking gas, burp. Let's go. Because, um, yeah, there's a ton of stuff in here. that, And some of it's going to matter more to different people. I will also say, basically not going to talk about the TWAB this week because it was equally big and equally detailed and we'll, we'll skim over that later. Um, build crafting. Yes. You have not looked at this information at all. Have you been on Twitter? Have you seen people talking about it? This is going to be fun. Uh, so they've got like a nice little bullet point uh, summary at the top. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but I'll give, you, I'll give you the gist of it. Consolidation is a big theme. Um, basically, what they're saying is the system we've got now, uh, it, it's basically, as far as I understand it, take where we started in the beginning of Destiny 2, and then they've just kind of bolted shit onto it for years um, between, you know, armor element, armor, like the armor elements in terms of like Solar Arc Void, uh, now Stasis Armor. Um, the mod system, charged with light, war mine cells, elemental wells, all the orb economy that changed. Like it's just been, it's kind of, it's kind of like revision zero. They just kept smacking shit on the side of it. And uh, they describe it as containing a lot of redundancies. Um, yeah. Like if you've tried to do different types of builds, you'll find that things kind of work the same way, but are different. Um, so I get that. Um they talked a bit more about the loadout system. Um, they said up to 10 slots available to save multiple loadouts. Uh, it doesn't explicitly say here if that's 10 per character, but based on some of the screenshots in this post, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, and 10 should be plenty, right? Like I've, I've got, because I've got Dim and then a Stream Deck, you can integrate those so I can push a button on the Stream Deck to just switch it. I've only got four for my main character. Four that I've gone through the effort of like making a loadout because I'm going to use it regularly. If, yeah. If you're doing stag that, build, my OP stag build that yeah. helps people out in clutch times. Yes. Um, so I've already seen people out there being like, yeah. 10's not that many. I've got all of these ones in dim. Surprise, you can still use the dim ones. Like the API yeah, is still there. I only have three. Um, but there are reasons that I will get to that mean maybe you don't need as many. Um, but yeah, they're also putting in a single screen, similar to the appearance customization, uh, where mm -hmm. you're able to create the and share the loadouts with the community more easily, which is something that I know we've spoken about in our server, and it's something that um, if you've ever played the game Outriders, um, that's a, like similar style game, like open world, big build crafting system, different classes and things like that. Um, but there are tools people have built for creating a single like landscape image that perfectly summarizes someone's build. And I don't know if that's official from Outriders or if it's a community thing, but it basically, they've got like a really extensive skill tree and it gives you like a snapshot of that, all of your gear and like a picture of your character and how they look. And like that shit is really fucking helpful for like explaining to someone, here's my build and here's what it does. You know, if you look, mm. if if you're familiar with Destiny and how things work generally, you can show someone something like that and be like, "See, you get it." Um, so that's very cool. Um, mod customization is what is this saying? It's getting them all in the one place. Yeah, so that's like the 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 thing with that single screen. Like the mods will be all in there as well. Um, champion. The champion stun system uh, is getting spread out between artifact, perks, subclass abilities, and more. You know, we've got some weapons that have intrinsic anti 
uh, champ stuff, but they're kind of making that less dependent on artifact mods, which fucking rules. Um, artifact mods are also changing, but we'll we'll get that get to that when I find it. Um, but yeah, they're using this as a chance to like go and update basically every single mod in the game. Um, they're removing energy types from mods and armor, which is huge. So like, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. So think about like when we used to talk about like protective light builds, which means you need a void arm, and then you put a charge with light mod in that is void, and those have to match or they don't go in. That's that's gone. Huge. Yes. For um, me, like the way I make my builds, that's huge. Yeah. And so that, that, like when I was saying before about only 10 loadout slots, that's not that many. Well, when you take this into account, you don't need to have like... Three, Subclass based. Well, you don't need to have three different versions of the same armor just to account for different element types to put different mods in, right? Like you can just have the one, it sounds like, and kind of put whatever in there. Yeah, I'm not going to need multiple charge with light builds as a warlock. Yeah, like you, you might want to have different builds based on how the stat distribution lines up for what that build is designed to do, but that's probably it. You won't need, mm. oh, I've got three sets of legs that all have high resilience, but one's void, one's arc, one's solar. You, gone, don't do that. That's mm. real sick. Um, the changing mod costs and... Changing artifact perks to no longer require mod slots. So all those artifact so you mods. you can just equip it. Yeah. So there's more oh. on this. There's a whole section on it in here. But essentially what it sounds like is you go into the artifact like we do now and you can choose up to a certain number to have enabled passively. Huh. And they're just like. I like that. Yeah, just passive effects on your character. They're not, oh, I've got to go put this one. I've got to put these anti-champ mods in the arms and I've got to put this one on my class item. Like it's, Which is annoying because sometimes yeah. you have to sacrifice two mods yes. to fit like some of these higher level um, artifact mods. Yeah. Because um, there are six or five slot, for there's, example. There's still some like uncertainty around what this means for artifice armor um, and people from the community are asking and I don't know if we have an answer yet, but... There's some stuff there that I guess we'll figure out as we get into it um, or we get closer to Lightfall. Um, but, yeah, around around mods and, and that, they're trying to, like, cut out all that time that you spend dicking around tweaking with your build to, like, change a mod or change a piece of armor for an encounter. Like, if you're doing GMs or raids, that's something that you spend a lot of time doing. It's like, hang on, give me five minutes. I just need to move some mods around. It's like just especially, it's a pain in the ass why are we doing this? especially in between nukes and tanix in dsc yeah. i think we a lot of our 25 minute run is all of us changing shit for yeah. tanix that's half the reason i like set up the dim to stream deck uh integration was to be able to just push a button and go oh this is the solar build that i need to do things this way yeah um huh so that's that's pretty neat um yeah, there's a bunch of images in here, which I recommend you go look at. Um, oh, here's a cool one. Match game's dead. Oh, neat. Match game <laughs> will not exist. Um, oh. They're removing it, well, quote, we're removing it from high, high difficulty activities and making a few tweaks to how you can do damage to different types of shields. Um, like, if, if you match the, the shield type to your... Um, weapon damage that's still going to be the uh, an effective way of clearing it um but yeah it sounds like they're making other changes to like play with that difficulty modifier um which is great because like when i run a solar build at least right now i'm running harmonic siphon as a one cost helmet mod because if i do weapon damage or get weapon final blows with damage that matches my subclass i spawn an orb of power and seasonal mod at the moment is monochromatic maestro, which is all about damage that matches your subclass. Same sort of principle, right? So if I can go into a high level nightfall and not have to worry about having one of each shield damage type, like, great. I love that. Um, just sort of scrolling through this very quickly. Um, yeah, mentioned before about the champs getting mixed up a bit. Um, what are they saying? Barrier champs, uh, volatile rounds will stun them. Uh, if you're radiant, the attacks pierce the shields. Uh, Strand will also have a way of piercing barriers. Uh, Overload mm. is 
countered by the jolted condition from Arc 3.0. Oh. Um, suppressing, like the suppress action, the, the suppress keyword will stun them, as well as slowing them with stasis, which I thought was pretty cool. So I like, actually put that Bleak Watcher out there. That's going to keep that overload pressured. You don't need to have uh, whatever seasonal artifact mod that used to do that was. Like this will just be a part of stasis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then unstoppable blinding them will instantly stun them. Uh, encasing them in stasis and shattering it or triggering a solar ignition will stun them. And then Strand, <laughs> Strand will have one as well. Um, so parts of that from memory were things we saw show up in artifact mods, like I mentioned. Um, I forget names of them because there's fucking so many we've gone by at this point. But yeah, there was that one, one or two seasons where like something and stasis grenades would stun overloads. Yeah, this season it seems to be a it's lot arc of and stasis, um, I think. arc and stasis. Yeah. And so what that stasis. meant is people would run a stasis warlock and then just throw a lot of bleak watchers out there to just like pressure the overload so that they never, they were never active. They were always stunned. Mm. Um, and that, that was always pretty useful. So that's just going to be like an innate part of stasis. Yeah. Um, so okay. that's very cool. Because um, it also means that it's not just necessarily warlocks that would be doing that yeah and then that's also going to push for especially for high high level activities mm. and end game activities that's going to push a lot of people to think about their subclass a lot more yeah i feel like well it gives more flexibility moment, too you don't have to be like yeah i'm running this exact version of a warlock for this gm or this master Knight yeah and I think, like, a lot of people, like, you could run solar, but if your weapon loadouts and mods are fine, you don't have to think too much about your overarching subclass. But mm. this might push a lot of people to actually, when they make their builds, actually fully consider the subclass that they're designing it around yeah. properly. Like, huh. Yeah. Um, there's another, another fairly big set of changes around uh, what they're calling armor charge. Um, so the mm -hmm. combat mod socket is going away, which is where you would put, charged with light mods and things like that. Um, so charged with light and elemental wells, the, all of those mods are falling under this thing that they're calling armor charge mods. Uh, and they will go, what is this saying, to armor slot specific sockets. Um, whole bunch of detail here that it sounds like they're kind of jamming those systems together because you can hold between zero and three stacks of armor charge by default. And then there will be some things that give passive benefits based on those stacks. Some will have active deplete the charge uh, things like a lot of the charge of light stuff is. Um, one of the cool things that is right at the end of this, finishes will now consume armor charges and not dip into your super energy. Um, so I don't know if you've ever used like special furniture or those sort of mods where if you are charged with light and you do a finisher, it will spend some of your super energy to do the finisher and then spawn a bunch of special ammo for you and your allies. Mm, so now yep. that's just going to burn those those charges and not touch your super energy, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so there's going to be a fair bit of change there because I am pretty heavily in the charge with light camp. Um, but look, there's a lot of detail there that is worth looking into to see how that affects uh, your builds. Because um, I, I, I haven't even looked at this closely enough to... Kind of understand it. Um, elemental wells, elemental wells are getting a bit of a boost in terms of what they can do. That's kind of neat. Um, uh, yes, not that they've been super relevant for a while. Warmind cells are gone. Coming, no! with, coming with lightfall. Um, <laughs> My children, which would also lend to Rasputin dying, huh? A little bit. Um, but they 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 kind of say here that like. They came about in a different time in terms of how like build, tomato build <laughs> in terms of like how, how builds worked within the game. Like they're they're from a different time, they've already been nerfed. And based on my <laughs> so own tilted. based on my own experience, basically nobody's using them anymore anyway. I am <laughs> You're the only person I've seen. <laughs> you know how they unlocked all the mods? Yeah. So all the Warmind mods are unlocked. So I was like, hell yeah. I spent like a week building like a nostalgia like Warmind build. Yeah, 
I mean, I was a hoe for Warmind builds. Yeah, but I, I, I understand out. why they're getting rid of it because it becomes a separate system you have to manage and keep an eye on in game. You know, like Charge with Light and Wells, you can make that like just come to you. You don't have to worry about it. I just finished building a Warmind yeah, build well, that helped the homies enjoy out. Enjoy it. It had a healing while it on it <laughs> and a damage boost when you pop it. And I was here for the homies with my war mine builder. Yep. I was like, I'm here to share the tomatoes with the boys. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm so sad. But who knows what kind of support builds you can create with this new system. It's <laughs> my strand and swing away and go cry in a building in a tutor by myself. Just collect all of the like war mind emotes and just equip all of those and go sit in a corner and just pop all your emotes and just feel sad. You're just going to, there's just going to be so much of me just being like, fucking sick of this shit and just swinging away from you guys. I don't doubt it. Fuck this. I'm taking my strand and I'm going yeah. home. Um, anyway, that's me reaching the end of the, of the fucking I don't know, manifesto. Um, <laughs> like I said, go over a reef of it for yourself. There's, there's a lot of stuff in there I've kind of skimmed over, but I think I've hit most of the big points. Um, I'm pretty excited to see. I mean, the first thing I'm going to do is try to recreate the builds I have now and see if anything's changed. Like, I don't think much will have changed for, like, my throwing hammer build. Like, maybe some charge with light stuff has moved around. But, like, that, that I think is still going to function mostly how it does now because it's based on abilities and armor. It's not anything to do with mods. Um, yeah. The mods are more there just mm. to kind of augment it. Um, I think mm. I could improve the fireworks build I've been running lately. Probably. I could probably, with the way things are changing, I'd probably even swing it into fireworks and a charge with light build. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, if, if the if the wells become something you can set on fire or make explode, then maybe there's, there's your mini war mine build right there. Yeah, because at the moment it's a well-heavy build, yeah. but I would love to be able to do the same fireworks yeah. and build, that, that but like, maybe with protected. That was like, honestly one of, one of the first sentiments I saw on Twitter was like, fuck yeah, I can build a non-well of radiance support warlock build. Yeah. And like, this is going to open up so much more possibility in the space, and I'm very much here for it. Yeah. Because I, I, I honestly feel in the last couple of years, like when Destiny first came out, Warlocks were very much the support class. Mm. And in the last few years, definitely a lot of the people I know, along with myself, who played support Warlock have had to move away from support Warlock because it's not exactly the most viable way to play a Warlock but at the moment. Also, the other classes got their own ways to support themselves, right? Like throwing yeah, hammer exactly. for restoration. All the solar 3.0 stuff was very restoration-based. Yeah. Um. So it was more that, like, some of that burden got removed from Warlocks. And yeah. And kind of frees you up to do other stuff. So it's like glass half full, glass half empty situation. It's just the uh, support builds for Warlocks at the moment aren't amazing. So yeah. with all this stuff being removed and moved around, I can, I can, already in my head, I can think of some viable, like, I can think of some ways to make a support Warlock mm. viable. Yeah. Um, with regards to the... With regards to the loadout, like the 10 loadouts, um, what they kind of said was you, un you, you won't start with all of them unlocked, but you'll unlock them by progressing through the Guardian rank system, which is coming. Um, oh, yeah. But the other thing they said, I don't know if that was in there or in on Twitter or something, was anyone who's been playing the game a decent amount will basically start at about level six. Um, mm. So you'll have a bunch of them unlocked already. Um, you probably unlock a bunch of other stuff depending on what else they tie to that system, but it's not going to be like, hey, you start with one loadout, you probably start with a few um, more details to come, I guess. Oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it's all very exciting, and I was saying this to someone the other day, like a lapsed Destiny fan, I was like, yet again, they are changing so many big things with this expansion, it might as well be a new game. Like, yeah. they are fundamentally changing how armor works. Like, getting rid of the element types on armor. I mean, what, that's has that been there? Was that in D1? 
I mean, were, mo- I were mods even a thing? I don't remember. Um, but that's head empty only D two. Yeah, it's it's at least been the case for all of D two, and now they're going. I oh, just remove it. Yeah, let's freshen up the way you guys are playing. Yeah, um, and the fact that they're like overhauling the entire mod system. You know, it's like what what they did with the ability system and weapons. They kind of did this at one point, leading up to crafting. Um, it's just mental, like. <laughs> The fact that they're it's, doing this with a live service game and doing it on an yeah. annual basis, this kind of large scale change across the entire game, crazy. It's kind of how you've got to keep things fresh, especially for a game like Destiny. Yeah. It's like they've got to keep things fresh. And with a first person shooter, there's not really a lot of ways you can do that. It's not like yeah. World of Warcraft where well, that, you can just throw that, another fucking yeah. system in there. It's like, I was going to say that. Like, I've never played another MMO, so I don't know... Like, I know that WoW has that kind of annual expansion, mini releases throughout the year kind of model, uh, but I don't know how much they're changing, like, core systems within the game. Yeah. It's like Final Fantasy Online. It's like, they're like, ooh, a new class and a new race. Part part of that was, I mean, if you're talking about 14, part of that was also, hey, the game is super fucked. We're going to end the world and start it over. Even now, though, they're like, whoa, new class with yeah. sexier skirts. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I was, I was talking to uh, as a friend at work who's like trying to get some D&D stuff happening. We we're talking about like, you know, the way D&D adds more classes with different source books. And, he, and I was saying to him like, yeah, I've got the player's handbook and I've got Xanathar's guide to everything. And the first thing he said was like, oh, is that the one that adds all the weeb shit? It's <laughs> like, I don't know. Is it? He's like, yeah. Does that one have samurais? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's the one. Uh so yeah, if sometimes they just do it, do be adding stuff. Uh, I want yeah. to take the Final Fantasy route of just with every expansion, the sh- the skirts get shorter. <laughs> no, the, the the class item gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so your hammer is just absolutely fucking well, no, massive. No, like a Titan's class item is the the like the fucking tea towel oh. and the waistband. Just becomes like a giant skirt and then the warlock just has like this giant armband and and the hunter cloaks just get huge like they're wearing wedding dresses at that point the masses just an armband that's just like a massive fucking by the end of it it's like a satellite dish yeah (laughs) picking up tv laws of ahamkara just a whole skull at this point yeah yeah that'd be sick I'm, i'm here for that Nah, just the, the outfits get sexier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I want to see a stacked and jacked tight. Yeah, I also don't want to go too far down this road because there are people out there making horny fan art. Yes. <laughs> what I mean is they're managing to do that without this being in the game. Like, can you imagine the 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 degeneracy that will occur if the game raises the bar on that stuff. I don't know if I'm ready for that. The stands will be horny. The stands for continue to be I horny. Learned, yeah. I learned recently for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the TWAB, like, I, I didn't look at it at all because I was still trying to wrap my head around the build crafting stuff. Um, all I know is it's big. There's a lot of details. There's, it's another one of those ones that has a bunch of percentages in it. And a bunch of numbers and it's matchmaking updates it's airborne effectiveness updates um and like some and some general like pvp stuff around like Titan's ramparts and titan barricades ruining pvp um i flicked through it i saw a salter grepo tweet i closed it um i've seen enough um yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there that I'll look at it later. I'll look at it over the weekend. Um, oh, I just opened it. I haven't even opened it yet. And I just, oh, it's a lot of numbers. Yeah, it's just like bullet point list He's of not- percentages about how guns operate while you're in the air. Um, um, don't look at the TWAB for the information. Just look at it for the art on the banner. Yes. Yeah, it's very cool. Wow. Super um, cool. I think there's like some new 4K wallpapers, which I am going to go and yoink. Oh, if it's that Rasputin and Anna one, I'm going to. Might be. I don't know. Right now I've got like a fucking nightmare of Galran on this monitor. That's frightening. (gasps) 
Okay, it is a wallpaper. Yes. Uh, and they've got a wallpaper of the Traveler from the Sarif Shield perspective. Mm. Um, and then just a bunch of the Sarif, well, Warmind armor. Give us a proper photo mode, you cowards. Yes, let me terrorize my homies in photo mode like I do on the Death Stranding photo <laughs> mode. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I think that might be it. Yeah, week. it's been a very quiet week. Well, yeah, until Bungie's just like, We're hey, here's down. like 5,000 words on some shit or whatever it is. Yeah. I didn't count. Here's a showcase. Here's a VDoc. Here's... I'm waiting for that. Something else for you to scream about. Yeah. Yes. Gimme. Gimme. Um, well, in that case, we should get out of here. Um, you can give us your support in the form of clicking on buttons underneath this here video that say like or subscribe. Um, if you're not on YouTube, uh, press a different button that, I don't know, sends this to a friend. Uh, or re-downloads our entire back catalog because those numbers help. I don't know. I don't know at this point. Let's do stuff. Listen to us. Tell your friends. Play some Destiny. Uh, have I missed anything? Um, tuck your homies in. Tuck your homies in. Kiss them on the forehead. Forehead kisses for the homies. Yep. Uh, stand in solidarity with unions and striking workers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Unionize. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, on that note, let's get out of here and burn down the establishment. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Ciao. See y'all. Be good. Or I will know. <laughs> <laughs>